New from Major Lazer and Marcus Mumford. This is Lay Your Head on Me. It's okay, it's alright. Someday we will be fine. Staring down the long night, waiting for the sunrise. It's alright, it's okay. I've been there in your place. It's okay, it's alright. Just lay your head on me. That was Lay Your Head on Me from Major Lazer and Marcus Mumford. Click to listen to the full song. Uncensored, unfiltered, uncut. You are listening to Just Thinking with the one and only Stan Wangland. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. Today is an extra special show. I think because, uh, you know, welcome to the show. And I'm so glad who's ever listening to this show. Uh, I hope when you hear this, uh, it should be on a Sunday that you uh, get great joy out of this show as much as uh, the the happiness I have uh, doing the show. And I guess I'm going to call it uh, Citizenship, an American love story. And uh, it's a true story that happened to me on Friday. I'm recording the show on Saturday for Sunday. 
And as as usual, the show will be unedited. Uh, I you know I don't like to you know except you know for commercials or announcements or things along those lines. But I like the show to be raw and real, just as if we were sitting over a, and having a cup of coffee. But I had an incredible experience uh, on Friday, uh, and I, I have to tell you, I was really taken to school, uh, and I. It, it, I sat there and, you know, life was teaching me a lesson at 69 years old. As, you know, something I thought I knew very well and I really had no understanding uh, of the depth of this particular event. And uh, it had to do with, uh, yeah, it started with my daughter-in-law who comes from the Philippines and uh, is getting her U.S. citizenship. And she was supposed to get it last year, uh, but thanks to the uh, Trump shutdown of the government uh, the day that she was scheduled to uh, you know she passed her test or whatever they do and you know she was uh, you know going to do her interview and blah 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 blah, and the government was in a shutdown mode for all those days so it got all fouled up she had to repay everything and wait another period of time and uh, again had it this year thank goodness before another shutdown possibly but uh the citizenship, the naturalization ceremony was set for Friday at 10 o'clock. And, uh, you know, we were all going over as a family to, to see her get her citizenship. Um, and, uh, you know, I said to my wife, I said, let's get there a little bit early. <clears throat> I said, because uh, it starts at 10, I said, it'll probably be over about 10.30 or, you know, 11 o'clock the latest. Because, you know, how many people can they have there to swear in and so on and so forth. I said, it's very sweet. And to be quite honest with you, I uh, woke up in the middle of the night around 2.30. I was I had taken a medication change uh, and uh, I, I just didn't feel good at 2.30. I never went back to sleep. So when I got up, it was a cold, rainy day. And I said, ah, oh, Jesus, I wish I didn't even have to go here today. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know it's a citizenship thing, but... You know, it's just a swearing in or, or whatever. But of course, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, and that isn't very nice. So, uh, you know, I, I bucked it up, not feeling well, and uh, went there. And when we got there, you know, they, they uh, made an announcement, you know, that the ceremony would be between two and three, maybe a little bit more hours. And I said, what? What the heck? Three hours? What the heck is going to go on here? You know? Well, I can tell you the it was two and a half hours, and if it would have been five hours, it wouldn't have been enough, <clears throat> because it was one of the most inspiring, wonderful, spiritual, patriotic, kumbaya, decent moments that I have had in my life. It was a, a singular and profound experience, and showed me on just the average person level in our local communities how good America is, number one, how good it can be, number two, what it stands for, number three, how lucky and blessed we are, number four, to truly be Americans, to really understand it. And five, how important and wonderful and fantastic it is to have immigrants 
come into our country and take the oath of citizenship, have their children here, how much they love this country, how much they want to give to this country, how much they contribute to this country. It's a love affair that people who come here have with our country. They, they, they love the fantasy of it. They love the reality of it. They, they, they love what it stands for. Uh, it's not what they can get from the country. It's, it's, they, they just love what it stands for. And if I ever saw that in play, it was yesterday during this uh, ceremony that actually uh, was in the, the state Supreme Court building in Binghamton, was presided over by the state Supreme Court judge, Judge Crowley, who was simply marvelous uh, and was a, a routine thing that they do. But my goodness gracious, I could not think of a better advertisement of what America means than that ceremony yesterday. And I wanted to do a show. And as a matter of fact, after the ceremony, I, went, I made it a point to go up and see the judge. I think he thought I was going to shoot him or something like that. He was taken aback for a second. I had to compliment him and say, my goodness gracious, I wish this was on television. It should be in a civics class for everybody to see. And, you know, if you've never gone to a naturalization, a citizenship swearing in, Make it a point to find out one in your area and go. Because you will get the awakening of your ever-loving friggin' life. And I'm talking about you won't sit there like a Democrat. You won't sit there like a Republican. You won't sit there like an independent. You won't sit there like a jaded, nasty person saying the government, everybody's a crook, everybody's a... You will be proud to be an American and you will see what soldiers and people and citizens and uh, our founding fathers tried to put together what people have fought and died for or people believe in or why it's so important to them. You will get it firsthand in a way that will be crystal clear. Uh, and I have to say that uh, you're saying, well, what did Stan see? Were they, you know, were they doing things that were miraculous? No. What things were done there yesterday was love and caring by the Supreme Court judge, by all the guests that were there supporting the people becoming citizens, by all the various politicians and group members and association members that come from the surrounding area. And I'm sure they, sure they do this in other places. The Department of um, Homeland Security oversees part of it. And, you know, we, th we think of these people now as monsters. They were wonderful. They were wonderful and kind and helpful and sweet and loving to the people becoming citizens of the country. The judge was inspirational uh, in, in his words, in his humor, in his loving and time and patience. The, they had a chaplain. That was, of course, non-denominational, just somebody to kind of set the tone with a kind of a benediction for the hearing. There were all kinds of patriotic um, kinds of 
uh, you know, things, whether it be the Pledge of Allegiance or, you know, God bless America, you know, all those kinds of things, those things that were when we were kids in school or that we take for granted as natural born citizens that, you know, we we may find uh, to be very important at a football game or a baseball game or something or an event. We all of a sudden we get patriotic for a second, you know. But uh, all these things were done. And then they had one wonderful entertainment. Uh, you know, uh, they actually had the, uh, a, a big uh, a vocal group of about 40 people that were singing all these patriotic songs in a wonderful, beautiful rendition, you know, for the people. It's like right out of a friggin' movie uh, for everybody there. They had the Daughters of the American Revolution. They had people who were working for the civic associations who were going to be made, you know, that had been working here for years that were going to be made citizens. There were people with success stories that talked about it. There were local and, um, you know, congressional uh, politicians for the district, uh, ever the League of Women Voters. They had voters assistants right on the spot to help you. They had interpreters. They had everything in a welcoming, wonderful, and loving manner. I never saw an entire room filled with, you know, 44 people were made citizens, but there were hundreds of other people there. It was the warmest, closest, most wonderful thing imaginable where there must have been, my, my son and I were flabbergasted. There must have been 30 different countries that were represented and my wife and daughter and several people were crying their eyes out who were not being made citizens just watching it and getting choked up and seeing people people coming from ghana people there alone people there with uh with their family uh you know people with just a mother and daughter or the daughter was being made from pakistan a wonderful, beautiful man from Syria and a lovely, distinguished man bowing his head in thankfulness from Iran. Uh, a, a young lady behind us crying her eyes out from Russia. And then, believe it or not, my next door neighbor, her daughter-in-law, they're from the Ukraine. She was getting her citizenship. She's a nurse here. And, and we saw that. Then uh, the family uh, who has disabled kids that my niece takes care of on a day-by-day -day basis that she's actually having dinner with today. <laughs> and, her, and, you know, just all these coincidences. And the nicest thing was the spirit of love with everybody. People from Jamaica, people from Brazil, people from um, uh, Nigeria, People from Chad, I, I couldn't believe all the places. There were even Canadians. <laughs> Everybody hears how Canada is, you know, has better insurance or a nicer country than the United States. Well, obviously, people in Canada didn't believe that because there were several people from Canada who wanted to become citizens of the United States. But the loving, the pride that everybody had with one another, the goodwill, the good spirit, the good vibrations was overwhelming and it was everything America is supposed to be or a wonderful country is supposed to be or loving, good, spiritual, kind, decent people are supposed to be. And you want to know what? That is done all the time 
It wasn't being done for the cameras. It wasn't being done for a vote. It wasn't being done because people got extra money for it. It was being done because that is America. And you want to know what else? Every one of those people becoming a citizen, when they ask them to do the Pledge of Allegiance or sing God Bless America or My Country Tis of the... Man, they were bellowing their ass off. They were crying. They were happy. They were proud. They were proud to be Americans. They're the best. That's what our country is made of. It's made of, it's a melting pot. That's the greatness of America. That was the greatness of ancient Rome. People could be barbarians to Rome, but they could also get Roman citizenship if they wanted. And that was a big friggin' deal. And this is a big deal. And if you could see the pride on their faces, if you could see the happiness on their faces, if you could see the relief on some people's faces, the sense of belonging, and in all that you saw was everybody saying Homeland Security, the judge, the, the people from the voting uh, you know, places, the people from the different civic groups, and welcome, welcome, thank you, welcome. It wasn't hurting people through or being rude or uh, telling me, I, I see how lucky you are. No, it was welcome. We're glad to have you. You're an American. You're accepted. Not just as a human being. Everybody should be accepted for that. But you're accepted as an American. And I have to tell you, the most wonderful there were all kinds of wonderful speeches and true stories and things that happened and people with heartfelt gratitude and, and, and love of our country being made citizens. But the most instructive moment was the Supreme Court judge, Judge uh, Crowley. And he was, there was no political stuff, but he was letting people know that in our, in the world that we live in today, there's many demands that we have. And he said, you know, we live in a country where 50, you know, you're becoming citizens now and we want you to vote. But we're in a country where 50% of the people voted for the person who's the president and think he's the most wonderful thing. And 50% of the country think he's the worst thing that ever happened and they are opposed. And, you know, and he says, I'm not here to talk about who's right or wrong because America's free. You're free to be in either one of those two sides of, or any other kind of thing. You have the freedom to, they went over all the freedoms that we are blessed to have here and that his job is to enforce those things. And then he said, you know, but I'd ask you to go home. And he says, you know, I don't know what, if you like a sport. He says, but watch this or watch that. And he says, you know what? He says, watch college football. He says, you ever see those stadiums? They're filled with 100,000 fans. And I knew where he was going with this. And he says, you know how we just sang the um, national anthem? He said, do you ever see what happens at the end? There's 100,000 people and they represent the country. 50% of them are for, 50% of them against, 50, whatever the percentages are. People are divisive on other issues. They're, you know, arguing over the, the, the dinner table at times. He says, but when you play that national anthem at the end, he says, you ever see how people act? 
they're yelling and they're screaming and they're standing up and they're got their hands over their heart and everything else like that. And the message was clear that the bottom line is the flag, our country, and that we're all brothers and sisters. We can be divisive. We can have different opinions. That's okay. But ultimately, America is about being an American, about doing right. And that was the love story that I saw. I went up and like I said, I had to tell the judge it was profound. And I'm only giving you a brief synopsis of the wonderful way that he instructed people. And uh, not only did it make me proud to be a, a, a resident of Binghamton, uh, it was just proud to see just regular people. You know, I spent my entire life helping other people, uh, working with other people and knowing that people are basically good, you know, or hoping that they are. I mean, they have weaknesses, but they're basically good. My religious beliefs, you know, uh, center around that of, of trying to look for the goodness in people. Understanding that sometimes we're not, many times we're not. And seeing this was uplifting. It was real. It was authentic. And I guess this Thanksgiving, this Christmas, this holiday season, whatever, I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll slip and get into some divisive talk or whatever. You know, I have my I, I love my country and just what he said. I, I, I think some things are horribly wrong. But bottom line, the judge was right. I remember the faces of those sweet, lovely people becoming American citizens, being in love with this country. And uh, I'll be uh, I'll be cheering for the flag. I'll be thinking and knowing and understanding a little bit more thanks to this citizenship uh, swearing in about how important my country is and and how blessed we are to be in it. Well, anyway, that's my Sunday show. I hope you loved it. Uh, as you can tell, uh, if you don't know this from the heart, if you know that it, that it, it touched me and everybody there, uh, well, what can I tell you? And I will never forget the uh, faces of the the woman from Ghana who had nobody there. And we congratulated her and took her picture and gave her a hug. And the, the people from Pakistan that I took pictures for, the mother and a daughter, the father never made it. He never, he never got here in one piece. And uh, just seeing their beautiful, beautiful faces from every place. The Philippines, there were people from Mexico, there were people, Jesus, people from all over. It was just inspiring. Well, I hope I've inspired you. And uh, if I have or if I haven't or you have any comments, you can contact me, Stan Wangland at swangland, S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D at uh, gmail.com. And to my wonderful daughter-in-law, Letitia Wangland, congratulations and thanks for becoming an American citizen. You're a wonderful daughter-in-law. I have wonderful grandchildren due to you. And uh, I love the people from the Philippines. They're loving and warm and kind and sweet, decent people. And uh, man, congratulations. I hope you have a good life here in America. Okay, folks, 
I'll catch you next time on Just Thinking. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wangland. That's at S. Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at wwrpodcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms.